Welcome back to the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast. I'm Jeremy Devins, and we are now in the Jupiter in Aries transit, which is a pretty big deal and special transit. So I'm going to dedicate this whole episode to talking about that. And at the end, I'll briefly touch on a couple other transits happening this week. I'm going to go sign by sign. So you'll want to know your rising and moon signs. If you don't know that already, go to quietmindastrology.com slash free birth chart. Get your free Vedic birth chart based on the sidereal zodiac. This is closer to the true astronomy of the placements than Western astrology, which most people start with learning that. But here we're learning the Vedic system from ancient India, which is true to astronomy, and it shows where the stars and planets were at the time of your birth. And you'll want to know your rising and moon sign. And if you don't know how to read the chart, I also provide a free training with that free chart so you can understand where to look. Because we'll look at where this transit of Jupiter and Aries is affecting everybody on a personal level over the next year while this transit is in effect from April 21st until May 1st of 2024. So April 2023 until May 2020-24. And this transit only happens once every 12 years, roughly. And in the next episode of the podcast, I'll be talking about the more global impacts of this and going back through history of the past several times that Jupiter has been in Aries. But here on this episode will be more of the personal effects and this is an episode you'll probably want to come back to over the next year and again at the end of this transit on May 1st, 2024 to review what happened and get perspective on things. So right now we are in the eclipse season. It's a time of massive change and decision. And you may be feeling that already, like there is a big turning point in your life. Where that is depends on your chart. So you can go into your chart again and look for Aries and Libra. And that's where this is affecting you. Go back to recent episodes on the eclipse for more on that. Mercury is also retrograde right now. So that's another topic and I'll be covering that in another episode as well. But it is a great time right now to be reviewing things, going back to unfinished projects and bringing some completion there, making big decisions about where you're going to go with it. And ultimately, kind of doesn't matter which decision you make, which, uh, is an interesting approach and it's kind of my interpretation, my opinion, that it actually doesn't matter that much and we kind of give these decisions a lot of weight. Should I be in this job or this career or this relationship or this house or this city or this state? What really matters is that whatever decision we do make, we are fully on board with it. I come back to the quote from Alan Watts a lot, one of the first teachers I got into he talks about wobbling and one of the biggest problems we can have in life is wobbling. Like say, okay, I'm going to go down this career path. Like say you decide I'm going to be a nurse, but half of the time you're like, maybe I should have focused on being an artist. And now your energy is split and half of the time you're doing well as a nurse or in nursing school or whatever the thing is. And other half of the time, you're doubting it, questioning it, spinning out, wasting your energy, really. Not to be too harsh about it, but that's really the truth of it. Is It's like if you were putting in a GPS on your phone, say you want to go, say you're in Chicago and you want to go to New York, but half of the time the GPS is like, well, maybe you should go to LA. 
and it's giving you directions to LA and then to New York and then to LA and then to New York. And you end up not getting anywhere. In life, I think the universe, I think is a lot like a GPS. And I think GPS is what it is because it's just true to what reality is. And it's a good metaphor for reality that you can go to both New York and LA and anywhere else you want to go, but you can't go to both at the same time. At least not yet. Maybe in the future, somehow that's possible. But we can only experience going to one at a time. So you got to decide which one you're going to go to now and go there and be there and experience that. And then you could later change your mind. You could decide to go somewhere else. But in that process of going there, you've got to decide on one or the other or whatever, how many decisions there are. You know, that, that sort of dichotomy of thinking you have to decide one thing or another thing, A or B. That's not actually true. There's infinite possibilities, right? So if you're kind of stuck in that part of like, maybe it's just A or B, it also could be C or D or E or F. So, you know, you're not stuck. You're not boxed in. You don't have to decide just this one thing. And the decision everyone's going through right now, it's different for everyone. You know, it's your own personal path, but the eclipses bring these things up to the surface. Like we've got to go somewhere. And you could decide not to make any changes and just kind of keep things as they are. Maybe you're happy that way and maybe things are good. That is totally possible too. But you may feel this nudge, this pull, of like, okay, it's time to do this. And if you refuse that call and you don't do it and you ignore it, oftentimes things will start to happen where it kind of happens to you or for you. And it's not always very pleasant. So I like to try to work with these things proactively and make that choice intentionally. And only you really know what it is for you. But this is the time to make that decision and make that choice. And just like the GPS, to put that in the destination and go there and see what's there, explore it, experience it. And then you may realize you want to go somewhere else, but you have to decide to go one place to get there and then not wobble the whole time on the way there or even being there but to just go and then be there and then once you're there you'll know if that's where you want to continue to be and then we have the next eclipse season in six months and you may decide another direction in life but now is the time to decide that direction and with jupiter and aries there is huge potential and possibility with what you can create in that realm and wherever Aries is in your chart. We'll talk about this in a little bit with each sign. Well, let's just talk about first, what is Jupiter and Aries? What is Jupiter? Well, we look at it in space and it's the great protector. Without Jupiter, tons of asteroids and comets would be on a collision course with Earth all the time. We probably would not even be here because Jupiter kind of absorbs a lot of those comets and pulls them into its orbit and pulls them off course from hitting Earth. So it's literally protecting the Earth, just observing what it is in space. Right? And a lot of these interpretations and understanding of astrology comes from just observing what these celestial bodies are doing in space. It helps us understand the keywords, the interpretations, all that is, is an evolution from what these grahas, the planets, are actually doing in space. Jupiter is a gas giant. It's a massive planet, as you've probably seen it, and you know it has that sort of circle, that orange circle on the actual planet. That is about the size of the Earth. 
and that's just a small little part of Jupiter. So it's way bigger than the Earth. It's sometimes referred to as a failed star because it almost had the components to be a star like our Sun, but not quite. And it has that kind of massive, powerful leadership energy like a Sun. And it represents teachers and gurus and guides and mentors. Just like it being large, it represents growth and expansion in our lives and abundance. So all that energy moving into the sign of Aries, the ram, the energy of moving forward, initiating, beginning, starting. It's a powerful, powerful energy for starting new things, big possibilities, big potential. Where? And we'll look at that in a little bit and what area of your life that would be. But again, just talking about Jupiter and Aries, it's a bold, expansive energy that brings in more enthusiasm, more confidence, and more joy in your life, especially after May 15th because of other transits happening right now. But May 15th, 23, all that energy really starts to increase and you'll feel it even more positively at that point. It brings a big desire for adventure, growth, and personal freedom. So some of the positive aspects of this we'll look at and then some of the negative and some of the actions you can take in general for everybody. And every transit, every placement, everything in your chart has a potential of positive, negative, and neutral. Just like as above, so below in the atoms of your body, there's a proton, electron, and neutron. And then even at the subatomic level, everything is a wave or a particle, depending on what you're looking for. Just like Google, right? It's just a neutral search engine, and you can use it to search for anything you want, pretty much. And just like that, at the, the very subatomic base level of everything in the universe, it's either a wave or a particle. If we're looking for a particle, we'll see that. If we're looking for a wave, we'll see that. If you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you can't, as Henry Ford said. So we get to choose what we focus on, what we want to create to a degree, right? There's life circumstances, there's our environment, there's our conditioning, there's our past, our family. All these things are definitely important too. And our choices, our thoughts have a huge impact on all of that as well. But just at a molecular level of what's happening in the body, there's positive, negative, and neutral, and there's choice in how to interpret any situation. No matter what happens externally, we always have that choice in how to interpret it. So when we notice that we're going too far in the unfavorable side of things, the negative side of Jupiter and Aries, we can just look to the favorable side and bring that up. And if you want this all written out, I send it via email to everyone who's getting the free weekly horoscopes. So quietmindastrology.com, or you can sign up for the free weekly horoscopes, and you'll get this written out. You can print it out. It's a good reference to have over the next year, favorable and unfavorable possibilities. So favorable side, major innovation throughout the world in all fields. And again, I'll talk about that in the global impact episode coming up. It's an ideal time for starting any new project, meeting new teachers and spiritual studies. There are opportunities everywhere, but you've got to think outside the box. You've got to think in new, innovative ways. AI is coming in and changing the world dramatically very fast, and it will eliminate a lot of old jobs, but it will create new jobs. And this happens all throughout history. A new technology comes in, and a bunch of old jobs go away, and a bunch of new jobs come in their place. 
kind of in that transition phase right now where it's unclear what those new jobs could be, but it will become a lot more clear by the end of this transit as new opportunities arise in all fields and all possibilities. There's a strong sense of self-confidence and optimism that can come with this transit. Where in your life? Well, it depends what signs you have rising in moon sign. So we'll cover that. There's a pioneering kind of energy and a willingness to take risks that we'll see throughout the collective of society. Great talent for initiating and starting new projects, new ventures, lots of new things will begin. New startups, new possibilities, new career paths, new education developments, lots of beginnings at this time. There's a big desire for personal growth and expansion overall for everybody. And there's great improvement in leadership skills and the ability to inspire others. Again, in the area where this affects you, wherever, depending on your moon and rising sun. Those are the positive sides of this. Now, the negative side, the unfavorable, challenging side of this is there can be a tendency towards impulsiveness and recklessness and making sudden decisions. There can be overconfidence or a lack of attention to detail. Aries is like, let's go, let's start something. Jupiter is like, yeah, we're fine, we're protected, it'll all be good. And that can be naive at times, that can be foolish and you just rush into things. There can be a difficulty with following through on projects or commitments. Great at starting things, it can be harder to finish things and sustain them. You could have a tendency to overextend yourself or take on too much during this time, especially in the areas affected by this for your chart. And there could be a disregard for the opinions or needs of others because Aries is a very independent, self-directed energy. We've had a lot of this energy for the last couple of years of the government in power and influence and the government's reach affecting everybody so strongly. Now that energy shifts because Jupiter was in Capricorn where it's debilitated and sense of expansion becomes suppressed and more focused on control and big bodies of leadership like Saturn, Capricorn. And now Jupiter goes to Aries, so the big energy and emphasis goes to the individual and what is best for individuals and society. And you yourself, what do you want to be driven towards? And again, we'll talk about the collective stuff more in the next episode. And you just want to be careful, though, that you don't become too selfish, too self-centered, too righteous, too focused on just your needs. That's a negative side of this. So again, if you notice too far drifting into the negative expression of this energy, this energy is here, right? regardless of how we are aware of it or not, it's here and we'll see it play out. But when we're aware of it, then we have choice. And when we can see the patterns playing out, we can choose how to respond to them. And even if you just look at the the pattern, the path of a transit of a planet throughout space, it creates a beautiful geometric pattern. Right? Everything in the universe is sacred geometry. It's predictable patterns. And when we study them and we observe them, in this case, a lot of emphasis on my research of Jupiter and Aries and birth charts, uh, when we observe those things, we can see these patterns and then how it will likely play out for us as we go into this transit. Actions to take during this time. Dream big, but start small and stay grounded to avoid grandiosity or naivety. It's a great time to dream big, but start small. Simple, small steps. Jupiter expansion, growth, big, Aries, 
on the ground, starting one step at a time, taking action. Also, embrace your self-confidence and enthusiasm and channel your energy towards pursuing new experiences and opportunities. Great time for starting new things, trying new things. Cultivate attention to detail and avoid acting impulsively or recklessly. You may want to overlook those details. Use your leadership skills to inspire and motivate others while also considering their opinions and needs. So thinking a little more collaboratively, not just protecting your interests and your ideas, but protect, protecting the interests of those close to you as well. Stay focused on your goals and commitments and avoid overextending yourself or taking on too much, which may be pretty easy to do over the next year to take on too much to overextend. So be mindful of that. And whenever Jupiter is retrograde, that's a good time to do less, to slow down a little bit, which happens every year. So it's a good reminder to, to not grow so fast you can't keep up with it. Embrace a spirit of adventure and personal growth while also recognizing the value of patience and perseverance, thinking a little more long-term in the sense that Jupiter is going into a new 12-year cycle now. So it's not just this year of Jupiter and Aries, which is great, but it's the whole new 12-year cycle. We just finished a 12-year cycle from the last Jupiter and Aries around 2010 to 2011. So it's that bigger picture perspective, not just where you'll be in 2024, but all the way to 2036 and this 12-year cycle. And avoid overspending or taking on unnecessary debts. So we'll see big economic impacts for a little while still. You will still want to be hopeful, optimistic, and pursue the things you desire and not stop your life. But also be mindful not to take on anything unnecessary or big debts that you don't understand or anything like that. Or that you're just like, I'm not sure, figure out it as we go kind of thing. I will be offering the Mindful Money mini training as a very low cost offer very soon because I think that's just so necessary and I want everyone to have that. So the mindful money little training and spreadsheet will be very useful if you want to track your finances. I've used it to amazing results for myself over the last several years and I've been sharing it more in recent years and seeing people have amazing results with that as well. So I highly recommend if you don't have some way of managing your finances like a spreadsheet or Quicken or whatever, that you start using that. And if you don't have something like that, I've created something I think is one of the best resources in the world. Like I've tried all the other things and none of them do the things that this sheet does. So I will be sharing that very soon. So if you want a resource for managing finances and projecting costs and avoiding unnecessary debts or getting into a hole with finances, then that will be a useful resource for you. So, uh, if you're listening to this later, just check out future episodes after this. You'll see notes about it, but it'll be available pretty soon. All right, so that is a look at the favorable, unfavorable things with this transit and the actions you can take. Now I want to share a quote from somebody who was born with Jupiter and Aries, which is the martial artist Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee, amazing balance of philosophy and action. I remember being a kid and just knowing him as the Kung Fu guy and then finding out he wrote a book called The Tao of Jeet Kune Do, which is about his philosophy of fighting and his philosophy of life. 
And that was one of the first sort of spiritual things that I found in life, and it resonated so much with me. Even though I didn't get into martial arts, like I kind of wanted to, but didn't have the resources to get involved in that as a kid and all that. But I found his book, and it's just brilliant. And he's a perfect example of this marriage of Jupiter, wisdom, and Aries, action. And he had both, the deep philosophy and the profound, hardworking obviously incredible physical shape and discipline and all that he had other factors for that but he was a great balance of the jupiter wisdom and the aries action and drive and he says empty your mind be formless shapeless like water you put water into a cup it becomes the cup you put water into a bottle it becomes the bottle you put it in a teapot it becomes the teapot water can flow or it can crash be water, my friend. So that's what Bruce Lee has to say about life. <laughs> and uh, I think that's a powerful metaphor to be water, to be able to flow, to be able to be strong when we need to, to be dynamic. And with this Jupiter and Aries energy, it can be more of that crashing kind of energy, just go. But it's important to also be dynamic like this, to be open in your mind, open the possibility, open to adjusting and adapting to the environment and to what's needed. Now, let's move into the interpretations sign by sign. So, you'll need to know your rising and moon sign and listen to both. Find this gives you a lot more clarity of like, what are the energies at play over the next month? What's the, or next year? What's the big theme? What are the big themes going on in your life? rising and moon not your sun nothing else this is very specific rising and moon for vedic charts only this does not work with western charts it's a totally different calculation so only for vedic charts if you don't have your free chart go to quietmindastrology.com get your free chart okay so first of all aries rising and moon jupiter is in your first house and it's one of the most positive transits to go through because it affects all areas of your life brings more fortune and luck. It brings a lot of optimism, energy, and enthusiasm to your life. You'll feel likely more confident, more self-assured during this transit, and you can attract new opportunities and experiences. It's an excellent time for personal growth, self-improvement, taking on new challenges, learning new topics, working with mentors and teachers, going back to higher education. One of the most positive placements you can have, Jupiter. Very awesome energy to work with. If you have Taurus rising or moon, Jupiter is in your 12th house, and you may experience a shift in your spiritual beliefs and an increased interest in exploring your internal world through meditation. It can also bring about hidden opportunities and unexpected blessings in your life, but it may require you to let go of old patterns or beliefs that no longer serve you, which is often easier said than done. But if you work with this proactively, it doesn't have to happen sort of reactively. Time in solitude, meditation, or foreign countries or retreats is very favorable. It can bring about major personal growth at this time. Highly recommend taking time into meditation. And if you can go to a retreat, even better. If you go to ashram, that's great. Gemini rising and moon Jupiter is transiting over your 11th house and can bring new friends, social connections, and opportunities to expand your network. You might also find yourself involved in groups or organizations that align more with your values and interests and personal philosophy. 
which can lead to meaningful collaborations and new projects. This is a very favorable transit to increase your income and your investments. One of the best for increasing income. Cancer rising in Moon Jupiter is transiting over your 10th house, which brings tremendous career opportunities, possibilities for major recognition and success, and people just seeing you in your work and recognizing you becoming more famous. You may feel more ambitious and driven during this transit, and your hard work can certainly pay off in the form of promotions, awards, or other recognition. One of the best transits you could ever have for career growth. Leo rising and moon, Jupiter is in your ninth house. So you may feel a strong urge to explore new cultures, new beliefs, and philosophies. If you've had one religious path in your life, you may find yourself suddenly exploring a new religion or a new philosophy or spirituality. It's an excellent time for travel, any kind of travel, especially for spiritual purposes or education purposes. Higher education overall is very favorable at this time and pursuing any spiritual or intellectual pursuits is very favorable. You can have major insights, major growth in those areas. You might have opportunities to publish or share your ideas with a broader audience. And if you ever notice you're in doubt or indecisive about something, seek out wise mentors and teachers. Spirituality, philosophy, and religion can help bring about major insights and growth and direction as well. It's a great time also to go back to school and get into higher education and get some letters behind your name if you want to do that. Virgo, rising and moon, Jupiter is in your eighth house, which can bring great, tremendous financial gains, possibly from unexpected sources or from a spouse or relationship, business partner. So unearned income, money that comes through other means other than your work is very likely at this time. And not just money, but any kind of gains, like personal growth, spiritual growth, new teachers, new philosophies, new opportunities coming into your life through your relationships and through your business partnerships. Major gains come through relationships. This transit can also bring about deep transformation and healing for yourself, especially in the areas of intimacy, sexuality, shared resources, and psychological health. One of the most transformational times of your life is this transit. So if there's any kind of healing work you want to do, this is a wonderful time for profound personal growth and healing. Libra, rising and moon, Jupiter is transiting in your seventh house, which may me, means you may experience significant growth in your relationships. This transit can bring about new partnerships, deeper connections, and opportunities to expand your existing relationships. You may also feel more optimistic and hopeful about your future, which can attract more positive experiences and people your way. It's one of the most favorable transits for marriage. So if you want to get married, it's a wonderful time. The only possible downside here is you may have too many opportunities, too many suitors, too many people to choose from, too many partners. So there can be an overabundance of that. But overall, it's a quite favorable transit. Scorpio, Ascendant, and Moon, Jupiter is in your sixth house, which can bring opportunities for growth and expansion in your work. Sixth house is like your daily activity, which often includes your workplace. Major opportunities for growth in your health and your daily routines. 
You may also feel more motivated to take care of your physical well-being during this transit. It's an excellent time for starting new health routines, taking on new projects at work, or improving your overall work environment. Any investment that you make in your self-care and daily routines can bring great rewards to your health and well-being. Well worth investing in your health, like improving your diet, improving your exercise, improving your daily routines. Sagittarius rising and moon, Jupiter is in your fifth house. You may experience a lot of creative inspiration, joy, and fun during this transit. It's an excellent time for exploring new hobbies, taking risks, and pursuing your passions. You may also have opportunities to connect with children or experience more playful and spontaneous interactions with others. Very favorable transit for having children as well. One of the most overall lucky and auspicious transits for anyone to go through. And it's a great time for bringing out more romance in your relationships as well. If you wanted to publish something, get into like podcasting or blogging or writing a book, this is one of the best times in life to do that over the next year. Capricorn rising and moon Jupiter is in your fourth house. This can bring growth and expansion in your home, family, and emotional life. This transit can also bring opportunities to move or improve your living situation. You may feel more connected to your roots or interested in exploring your family history during this transit, like looking at your ancestry or your DNA. A favorable time for buying vehicles, land, or property. Great for spending more time at home with family, caring for your family, and you may find a lot of growth in just relaxing at home more often than usual here because this is fourth house of the home opposite of the workplace aquarius rising and moon jupiter is in your third house so you may experience increased communication more communication going on in your life more opportunities for learning and networking it's an excellent time for learning new skills like starting uh, to take a new education path Anything that involves a lot of communicating your technology or the internet, like starting a blog or podcast or online business, or just connecting with like-minded people, and you can learn a lot in those groups. You may also experience more short travel in your life, like running errands around town, more trips around town, doing jobs, doing odd work, things like that. You might find yourself more involved in your local community in general, potentially local politics or something like that. Major insights and growth come through conversations with teachers and mentors and learning skills in general. So if you've wanted to pick up a new hobby or learn a new skill or take a like a drop-in class at a college or online, great time for learning new skills. Pisces rising and moon Jupiter is transiting over your second house. You may experience financial growth and abundance during this transit. It's an excellent time for expanding your sources of income, starting a business, or investing in yourself. You may also feel more confident and self-assured in your values and self-worth, which can attract positive experiences and opportunities your way. It's a favorable time for connecting with your family of origin and having a positive mindset to address any childhood issues through therapy or spiritual work. All Jupiter in Aries for everybody is quite a favorable transit, as you can tell. So again, if you haven't listened to both, go back to your rising and moon sign to hear how this affects you over the next year 
all the way until May 1st, 2024. All right, that is Jupiter and Aries. I'm going to move on to talk about the other two transits happening this week, and then we'll finish up. If you want to know more about how all this affects you personally, you can schedule a reading at quietmindastrology.com slash reading and learn all of this stuff very personalized to you, plus your dashas and all the other transits going on for you. But this week we've got Wednesday, April 26th. Venus moves into Mrigashira Nakshatra for 12 days. There are themes of beauty, pleasure, and sensuality to explore here. And in the context of being gentle and curious with yourself, with others, it's a great time to explore your desires, cultivate your creativity, and deepen your connections with others. It can be a pretty fun time for exploring things that you're interested in, trying new things. Thursday, April 27th, Sun in Barani Nakshatra for 14 days. Barani is associated with birth, creation, and the power of transformation. And with the Sun in Barani, there is a focus on asserting your will and taking action to bring about change and new beginnings in your life. Remember, this is still in Aries, where Sun is exalted. Powerful time for starting new things. This is potent time for setting intentions, taking action towards your goals, as well as to explore your creativity and connect with your inner power. However, it's important to balance this energy with patience, diplomacy, and respect for others' boundaries. So there's a lot of this beginning, starting, moving forward energy. You want to balance that out and not burn out, not push things too far, too fast. So that is what's happening this week. And of course, if you want this all written out, sent to you in your inbox, head over to quietmindastrology.com, sign up for free weekly horoscopes where I send these out every week to tell you what's going on with the planets, how to best work with it. And you can also schedule a reading. I've increased availability now, so you can book a reading at quietmindastrology.com slash reading. And thank you for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, please take a moment to leave a review in Apple Podcasts. It actually helps tremendously for reaching new people. And if you want to share this with a friend, that means a lot as well. I love hearing about all the people who share the podcast with friends and share the value of Vedic astrology because it's so powerful and it was so difficult for me to learn that I made this podcast, the first weekly Vedic astrology podcast many years ago. Now it's becoming more and more well-known and understood, and we are syncing up with the actual energy of the universe in real time, which you can observe for yourself with the night sky app or a telescope, and look at the placements and movement of the stars, and here we just follow those patterns throughout time, all my nerdy research to show you this is what we can expect, because it's what's happened throughout all these patterns for all these people and all this time. And next episode, we'll look at what this means on a global level, what we see happening in the economy and the housing market and politics, and all these global issues that are outside of our control, but they definitely impact us. So when we know those patterns coming up, we can plan around them and work with them rather than have them work against us. Thank you for listening and look forward to sharing more with you next time on the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast.